1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. I got a loaded show for you all today, so without any further delay, let's get started. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I am your host, Cole Morgan, on SoundCloud.com, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Guys, this is the very... And I mean, very last week of NFL preseason before the regular season starts. And guys, I am ecstatic right now. Like it is beyond my, my wildest dreams. College football is back, baby. And it's, it's just, it's, it's a great time, honestly, to be alive right now. So we are going to go over. The Falcons versus Jaguars in Jacksonville, Florida for this very last preseason game. And later in the show, we are recapping Kit Kat rivalry weekend for the Atlanta rain and plenty more to talk about later in the show. So for the Atlanta Falcons, again, this, like I keep emphasizing, this is our very last preseason game. And that means we're i'm gonna say 100 for sure i'm not i'm not gonna just go on a limb and say it you know like in stone but i think this is where the where we're gonna start seeing more of an ideal 53-man roster for say because the very last preseason games typically you can kind of predict who is going to be the starter or even the backup during the regular season like behind a Matt Ryan, Julio uh Freeman, all of them. Uh so you're you're going to get more of an ideal kind of f- phrase or phase, excuse me, of who's going to be part of that 53-man roster being either a starter or a backup. Uh for never for your actual starters like a Matt Ryan, I am just anticipating that he's not going to be a part of this week's matchup right here. He's just going to be sideline, uh, watching the game, giving like, uh, Matt Schaub and the Danny Edelton some just, you know, advice from what he's seeing from what's happening on the field. And that's about it. Julio, of course, will be a coach and, you know, looking on the sideline. Uh, Devontae Freeman, do not put him in here. Oh my goodness, I, I really want that man to succeed this year. Uh but of course you're you're gonna see your Brian Hill and Edo Smith a part of this as well. Um Rico, Gray Jarrett, I mean all of them. I I really anticipate them not being a part of the the very last preseason game. But then there again, I could be wrong on this one, guys. Uh for now as far as like the actual game itself goes, I am expecting not not really much out of the Falcons as far as a win goes, but I would like to see improvements on all sides of the ball. On all sides of the ball. And uh I'm actually pulling this up. But while I am pulling this up on my Twitter, for offense, I am expecting, you know, a better O line um The O-line was very great against the uh, Washington Redskins this past Thursday. So I'm definitely looking for that kind of O-line or even better um, than what it was. It's definitely two weeks ago against the Jets. But if you can improve that O-line, especially at the right tackle, the left tackle, or excuse me, the left side of that O-line, it is perfectly fine. Matt Ryan could, I mean, he could just close one eye and, you know, like imagine it just not being there or nobody being there for a matter of fact, but he has to keep that right one open. Oh my God, that right position is just brutal. But then again, they are working on this. And again, the Redskins game, definitely the O-line was better than what it was against the Jets. All right, so I am pulling it up right now, I b- do believe. Um, but defense, I'm expecting not really much. Uh, just, you know, the secondary just coming through and totally obliterating the offense, but without, without picking up any flags. Gosh darn, I mean, that is just rough. With the amount of flags that goes into a game. Might have to might have to pull it up from the Falcons uh Twitter page right here. Falcons. Okay, I do not know why the Atlanta Falcons is not even popping up. I'm typing in Falcons. Okay, so yeah, the transactions. Now this is what I'm leading to. It's special teams. Special teams, I am Definitely looking forward to seeing who's going to get the starter position at that. Oh, oh my goodness. On Twitter, the Atlanta Falcons on Saturday, August 24th at 640 p.m. Or really, or really 440 p.m. Excuse me. The transactions have been made. We have agreed to terms with kicker Blair Wallish from uh, former Vikings and Seattle Seahawks kicker. Defensive tackle, Stephon Charles, and tight end, Thomas Drayt, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, and a lot of people are not happy about the kicker situation, <laughs> just saying, like I, right now, I'm reading one of these memes, that it's uh, Bobby from King of the Hill, and saying, is it okay that I feel like I don't want to live anymore, and it has Hank with all his buddies saying, yes, Bobby, that's normal, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, I still believe in Gorgio DeVecchio. I really do, guys. I mean, this is preseason. I mean, and look at it. Yes, I know it was five snaps on uh, DeVecchio last season, and he completed all five of them. So, I mean, what's what's making the difference now? Yes, I know you're... Uh, what are the what is the word that I'm looking for? Like... Um like confidence, yes, that's the right that's the right word I'm wanting to use. The confidence in Tovekia might seem like it's down, but still though, I mean, he could still kick a field goal. I mean, for well, for like the extra point attempt. But he needs to start kicking like these three-pointers. And I believe he's gonna be able to. I really think he's gonna be able to. Um is gonna be the starter. I I wish I wish he is, because again, he's got practice to work this with. And of course the Jacksonville game. So but on special teams, besides now the kicker, ooh our run our return game needs to be worked on. I think defense and o- offense is settled like it is. I really think so. But our special teams now of all of a sudden has gotten worse. (laughs) It's just like two steps forward and five back. Like, oh my God, we're doing good. Oh, wait, no, no, we're not doing good at this part. (laughs) Um, Return game is definitely something I'm looking forward to. I'm not trying to like be like the style of CW69 because they've been on special teams since preseason week one for Pete's sakes. But I mean, it is, it, it's honestly a concern right now. Is special teams going to be the one that is really going to make us lose games this year? I believe so. If we do not fix the problem now, while these games don't count and you're, it, I mean, it's basically like practice, but with just another team. And that, that is, you know, for a whole, whole nother podcast by itself to discuss preseason and uh joint practices but um that is my analysis right there for this week's final preseason game i'm finally going to be able to get some rest after well, after this week so uh after really the 29th is over with and thank god it starts at 7 so actually i might be able to get a little sleep while still having that podcast up friday morning but after the 29th, I can finally sleep those Thursdays late or go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Go to bed early. Yeah. because so i got to go up Friday mornings and go to my physical job. Oh, man. So anyways, guys, I uh, hope you did enjoy that analysis. Up next is the Atlanta Rain recap from Kit Kat Rivalry Weekend. Next here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. We are now going over the Kit Kat Rivalry weekends more specifically for the Atlanta rain. We totally won stage four, guys. Undefeated. <laughs> yes, that's right, guys. We finished out stage four at the number one spot going 7-0 with a map differential of plus 19, dethroning the San Francisco Sharks being at number 2. But now the other teams, uh, minus the Vancouver Titans, they really didn't have to do much uh, during the stage. I mean, really, stage 1 and 2, if you can really set yourself apart from the the rest of the competition, you know, being as, like, ranked as high as they are, then, oh my gosh! You stage three and four, you could just like sit back and like let your rookies play. But we are actually going to be going over Kit Kat Rivalry Weekend, starting off with the Atlanta Rain versus the Dallas Fuel. The Atlanta Rain won three to one. The overview uh, was a uh, two to zero in the Atlanta Rain's favor. The Sky Industries was five four in Dallas Fuel's favor. So that's where I really started to really worry about this situation because the Atlanta rain, the sky industries and Kings Row, which I'm fixing to get to next. Those are maps that they really struggle on. It's, it's like these close quarter compact maps that the Atlanta rain struggles in. And that's one thing I'm going to be fearing heading into the playoffs, which will be in two more weeks. So I will not be discussing that this week here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, but next week I will be discussing that uh going up against the San Francisco Shock. Map three was King's Road, just like I said, uh, we actually did win that one uh 3-2. And then Map 4 on Havana is 2-1. For map one, your top performers for the Atlanta ring was Popo, FRD, Dongman, Map 2. Erster, uh, twice, and Massa. Matt three is Erster, Baby Bay, and Dogman. And Matt four, Popo, FRD, and Massa. So definitely these, these players right here, so really the top four really is, uh, Erster, Baby Bay, Dogman, and then Popo. Those top four players right there, honestly, I feel like are going to be the difference makers of what's going to happen during the San Francisco Shock match. Um... I mean, and really it th- this was back and forth. the Dallas fuel is a great team anyways, and I was really shocked that we lost for Sky Industries, but then there again dallas fuel they they brought in the heat, they honestly did, and the Atlanta rain just what they they did capitalize on it on a few uh like scrims, but not much. Like, on the last two right there, they said, okay, we'll just let them have it. Gosh dang. <laughs> you know, let's just go. Let's go on to the next map. And then, uh, of course, it was King's Row, and we won that. So I was very happy about that. And then finally, uh, the second matchup of the weekend for the Atlanta Rain was up against the Boston Uprising, where we totally swept the Uprising. Lejang Tower 2-0. Viscaya Industries 2-1, that really shocked me right there, because Boston Uprising is also a great team like the Dallas Fuel. But uh it really shocked me, though, uh, for, for Vizcaya Industries to go 2-1 on that one. Kings Row, though, however, it was 3-2, just like uh the Dallas Fuel. And then Junkertown, which was 3-2 as well. I watched the last little bit of the Junkertown matchup, And, guys, honestly, I was, was like, so afraid that we were not going to capitalize on beating the Uprising in that matchup. I mean, the payload was, like, five centimeters away from being on target. And and I'm like, oh, my God, get on that point. And the, the Uprising, I mean, they held us back. And that's something that we need to work on for... Going into the playoffs is, especially up against the San Francisco shock is definitely working on these plays where we don't need to be pushed back just as much as we, as we wouldn't like to be. Because if we get pushed back, the other team is going to capitalize on that and take full pledge advantage of it. So, uh, next week, August 30th through 31st. You will get your bottom six, so that would be like um, seven through 12, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, excuse me. Uh, yeah, six through 12. Let me go to playoffs right here. Yeah, seven through pretty much, yeah, 12 right here. Uh, they will be in the play-in situation. So the Atlanta Rain will have a week to prepare for the San Francisco Shock. Um, but again, that will be for next week's episode of the Morning Men Sports Podcast, probably that Tuesday edition, because the Atlanta Rain will be facing off against the San Francisco, San Francisco Shock at 10, ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so I will go into full detail of how the Atlanta Rain will be able to defeat the San Francisco Shock in the playoffs, because uh, guys, this is our first. Playoff appearance since Stage 1, but that was with the friend, and that was in the 3-3 meta. Now, this is a 2-2-2 meta, and the Atlanta has been killing it, uh, especially coming up against a red-hot Washington Justice that just all of a sudden came back out of the grave. <laughs> uh, so, guys, a few little, um, actually, just one, like, little show note. To go over right quick, and that was me being a part of the Locked On Falcons podcast on uh actually yesterday's episode of Locked On Falcons, where me and uh, Aaron Freeman did discuss Dan Quinn's uh, job security in Atlanta for the Atlanta Falcons, and also discussing the Atlanta Falcons rankings for offense and defense, so definitely make sure you are checking that out on the Locked On Falcons Podcast, wherever you get podcasts from. Uh, And of course, again, it features me talking with Aaron Freeman on the Fan Talk episode. I will link the Spotify version of that in the uh, description below for y'all to go check that out. Uh, Aaron Freeman is definitely a great dude. And if you are a Falcons fan, make sure after you get done listening to my take on the Atlanta Falcons of whatever it is then go over to the Locked On Falcons Podcast Network. All right, guys. Well, that is all the time I have for today, but I sure hope you did enjoy. And if you did, make sure to like button on samglo.com, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Till then, I come on get you all later. Peace.